This is Tell Me What to Read, brought to you by Booktopia. I'm your host, Nick Vasiliev, and welcome to the show where we chat about the next great books you should be reading with the authors behind them and familiar faces who read them. All books mentioned in today's show can be found right now at booktopia.com.au, and the links can be found in the description. Hi everyone, I'm Nicole Rainey from Best and Less and this is a very special episode of the podcast Tell Me What to Read, powered by Booktopia. We're recording today from Best and Less Miranda in Sydney and I'm thrilled to be joined by best-selling children's authors Matt Stanton, Sarah Ayub and Kate Mays. Welcome. Thank Thank you. I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we meet and pay my respects to their elders, past and present. I extend this to any First Nations people here today and those listening in future. I'm very excited to host this chat today on behalf of Best and Less and Booktopia as we celebrate the magic and fun of Christmas. And if you're anything like me, you've probably hit the panic button right about now as the race to Christmas begins. But don't worry, you're in great hands with Best and Less and Booktopia for all your Christmas needs. For all the children in store today, make sure you take an activity pack that we have available. There are colouring in sheets, pencils and a little special Christmas treat for you. And for the parents, please make sure you take one of the cards. You'll be able to purchase one of the books here today, learn more about the authors, as well as explore the amazing Christmas apparel we have here at Best and Less. I wanted to take some time to hear about the exciting new books um, your amazing authors have just released. Um, So uh, if we can start one at a time and if you could tell me about the kinds of stories you write and about your newest book, we might start with you, Matt. Sure. So so I write uh, novels for primary school kids. And, uh, and my latest book is called Funny Kid Catastrophe. So the Funny Kid series I've been doing for the last few years, there's 12 books in that series. And, uh, and what I'm trying to do is give kids the most fun, funny experience they can have when reading a book. So Funny Kid Catastrophe is all about cats. It's all about Max does not like cats, uh, but he, his parents buy a cat because uh, they think he'll like it and, uh, and all sorts of kind of disaster uh, starts to take place. Uh, so yes, Funny Kid Catastrophe, that's my new one. I love that. <laughs> um, what about you, Sarah? Um, so I write novels for young adults and uh, this year I started writing picture books and my latest picture book is Nice and Slow and it is all about the wonderful ways that we can have a, a slow day at home, um, cooking together, um, spending time off screen and just spending time, you know, um, making up a team sport, building a living room cushion fort, um, just playing with the toys that we know, uh, just all the wonderful ways we can spend time with family. 
Yeah, so important. Such an important message at this time of year when we're all racing around. Um, what about you, Kate? Um, well, I write children's picture books, so I tend to be in that preschool sort of toddler space. Um, and my new book is called The Christmas Bum Book, which is actually a follow-up to a previous book called The Bum Book. Um, and I, I suppose I write for children um, to have a lot of fun and to share fun and laughter with the people that uh, read to them. Um, so I would sort of say that the Christmas bum book's very much designed for the whole family to enjoy, especially in the lead up to Christmas. So as authors, I think, well, children's authors, I think you have the best job in the world. You, you get to create stories, create characters, use your imagination. How do you get your inspiration? We might start again with you, Matt. Uh, I love my job. I love what I get to do. Uh, I have four kids of my own, uh, and so uh, my wife Beck and I we're in uh, we're in kid world all the time uh, with them and with their friends, and uh, and so uh, yeah, the joy of being able to create stories uh, for them, uh, thinking about uh, where they're at and uh, the things that make them laugh, and uh, and how to give them a really pleasurable. Uh, enjoyable time reading, um, which is often a, a kind of difficult skill that they've just had to learn to do. And so we're trying to help them to to move from um, the kind of the work of learning to read to the joy and the pleasure of, of reading for fun. Sarah? So I've got three children um, and they are my inspiration. My stories are all about love and family and the joy that we can get from spending time with each other of course there's a lot of frustration there too but it's an idealistic um, way of living and I think as you mentioned life gets so busy um, you know I'm a working mum so it's important for me to find ways where I can connect with my children on multiple levels and I find that books are a great way to do that and uh, I basically wrote my books for my children um, and I thought, you know, why not give it a go sharing it with other kids who might benefit from um, reading about, you know, the, the different ways that we can show love. How fantastic. I bet they love your stories. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes they get sick of them. <laughs> and Kate? Uh, yeah, well, one of my first favourite jobs was working in a children's bookshop um, and so I spent all day recommending and talking to children about the books that they like to read and trying to match kids up with the sort of books that they would you know love and that that would get them into reading hopefully for the rest of their lives and the, the thing that often came back pretty much most of the time was I want a funny book um, and so I wrote the bum book many years ago um, just really from talking to kids in the shop um, and and hearing what they were after I remember writing um, it took me a little while to write it and I showed it to a friend and he said to me that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever read and I said perfect some friend <laughs> kids, kids are gonna like it <laughs> so that's what gave me my first inspiration yeah oh, I love that <laughs> Well, um, I have three boys in my family, so a two-year-old, a six-year-old and an eight-year-old, all boys, 
and we have some fun Christmas traditions that we love doing. So one of them is we we come together, we bake uh, gingerbread cookies, we gift, we package them up, and then we walk around our neighbourhood, knocking on our neighbours' doors and and handing them out. And it's just something that we love doing. Um, we get to meet and chat to the neighbours, which we're always zooming past. So it's just a nice way um, to also show them, what, you know, not Christmas is about giving as well. Um, another one we love to do is um, getting dressed up. Um, so we'll pick out the, the Christmas PJs, um, have them all matching. Um, this year we've gone with Best and Less, um, their, their gingerbread um, Christmas series. So um, and each year we pick out a new theme and it's fantastic that um, we do that, we take some photos. So they're some of the traditions that we do. Um, what are some things that you do in your house, Matt? Uh, we love Christmas in my house. Uh, and. Uh, my wife, Beck, particularly has decided that Christmas starts the day after Halloween. So we go from trick or treat to naughty or nice, nice. overnight. Uh, so the Christmas carols have been playing for a while. Um, uh, no, we love it. It's also uh, my birthday is Christmas Eve and my wife, Beck's birthday is Christmas Day. Wow. So it is a festive time of year and, and we love it. So there's lots of carols. Uh, there's lots of Christmas craft. There's advent calendars. There's, uh, there are matching PJs. There's the whole, <laughs> the whole shebang. Do you get reduced presents because of the birthdays? Uh, there's the, the the combined birthday thing, yeah. This is for both. This is for both. Yeah, it's, it was twice as much as we would normally spend. Like, yeah, right. Kate? Um, yeah, we also love Christmas in our house, and I'm probably the leader of that, um, even with my son. Um, we probably not dissimilar in the sense that we sort of get started nice and early. We We've been pulling out all the Christmas t-shirts, um, pull out the Christmas pyjamas. We also do books. We, we, um, we start the Christmas books um, and each year we usually buy a couple of new Christmas books and so we've got a little shelf that's kind of building um, and we spend December reading Christmas picture books together which um, is really special and um, a lot of fun. Yeah, nice. What about you, Sarah? I come from a very traditional Lebanese family and Christmas is a spiritual time for us as well as a like festive time. So for me, it's all about balancing, um, you know, traditions, sacred traditions with, um, you know, kids don't always get that with what is happening in the world around them. Um, so I try and wait till if it's officially advent in the church calendar before i put the tree up um, and every year i make an advent calendar for my children that uh, covers all the bases of what this season is about um, so in the calendar they will i make these little cards and they will have either an activity so today's activity is to go and pick out some toys like brand new toys we go buy brand new toys and we donate them to a charity um, i've just interviewed bill cruz for an article um, in the sun herald and he he's giving out gifts this year so we took the uh, presents yesterday so we cheated um, to his foundation um, sometimes there is a, um, a fun thing to do as a family so we love to watch Christmas movies we make popcorn we put the lights on and we just sit all together and watch Christmas movies my husband will ask for Die Hard I will ask for Home Alone my kids will ask for something different so it's always like a big challenge but it's fun it's spending time together and sometimes there's a fun fact so why is the Christmas tree green or um, why are there Christmas crackers you know where did they come from so my kids 
kids get a little bit of a Bible verse so they know the, the Christmas story um, and then they get an activity or a fun craft to do or a fun fact or an act of charity. That was the other one. So uh, writing a letter to someone in a nursing home or sending a Christmas card to um, the neighbours or, you know, things like that. So that's how we celebrate at my place. We love the Christmas carols. I have a Spotify playlist um, and we play that in the car, in the house. I, I suspect that come January 6th when I take down the Christmas tree. Um, also a tradition in my culture that everyone will be over the carols. Yeah. I love that. Some very special ideas there. I think the magic is really, you know, Christmas morning when, um, you know, you wake up and the kids are so excited and they, they run to see what's been left in their stockings and then they dash to the tree. That's a really special moment. I love capturing that moment. Um, what does Christmas morning look like for you? Um, oh, it's, uh, it's all excitement. It's, well, it, it starts, it starts in the very early hours where we keep sending children back to bed. Like, no, it's not, it hasn't started yet. Um, uh, my mother-in-law comes and stays with us on, on, uh, on Christmas Eve night and, and wakes up with us in the morning, which is wonderful. So the kids love waking her up, which is great. I can send them into her. Um, but uh, no, it's, it's wonderful. It's, there's lots of present opening and excitement and uh, yeah, just really lots of photos being taken and, and memories being made, which is, is really wonderful. And Sarah? I might recruit my mother-in-law to come (laughs) spend the night on Christmas Eve after that. That's a really good idea. Um, It's much the same. Um, We, you know, we gather around the tree. My husband's always half asleep. Um, The kids are like, we try to get them to open the gifts one at a time so we we can make a moment of it, but it's just chaos. Yes, yes. (laughs) Very familiar. (laughs) What about you, Kate? Well, I usually find that I tend to, I tend to peak about the 20th of December. So come the 25th of December, I'm like, oh, it's here. Well, what am I going to do and how am I going to get through this? But um, it's we usually shoot out to the country. Um, we've got a lot of family in the country, which is always super lovely. So we wake up on Christmas morning. We might go for a beautiful walk um, across the paddocks, that kind of thing. Um, there's certainly presents, there's certainly food. Um, we'll sometimes try and find the little church down the road because um, we know there'll be carols, we'll know that there'll be the story. Um, and it's always really just lovely to meet new people as well um, around Christmas time. I think it's a great time to reach out, like you said, um, to neighbours and to people in your town. Um, so, yeah, lovely little sort of keeping it simple. I think is a really nice way of celebrating. Nice. So um, back to writing, you're, you're all children's authors. Why, why do you write for children? What, what, what kind of sense of um, joy does it give you or is it for, to make children laugh or to smile or to, to learn? Like what, what, why did you choose to be a children's author? I think there's something really <clears throat> special about um, those early years as a, as a reader. Um, it's amazing to me how quickly kids can adopt the sentence I hate reading uh, really early and that that kind of label that people kind of self-identify um, can last well into adulthood um, and it's just not true we don't no one says they hate movies no one says they hate music um, 
So it's impossible to hate all reading. You just didn't like a particular book. And so, uh, so I love creating stories for kids in those young years where I'm just trying to give them a really fun, wonderful time with a book. So that that I hate reading becomes quite a hard thing to say because, oh, I did have a really good time with that one. Or I really did enjoy that one. So I love creating in that space. It feels really meaningful. It's also just super fun. I get to play and that's, it's great. Yeah, it is a real parenting win when your children love to read and, and they get captivate, captivated by a book. What about you, Sarah? Um, I think it's very similar to Matt, um, although mine are less fun. Um, and it's, I think there's something about the magic of childhood where children are so open they are open to seeing different ideas, they're open to seeing different ways of living, to seeing different communities, and that openness is a great opportunity to build resilience and empathy and uh, understanding and just, just a way to develop our children to be really robust human beings when they're older um, and I try to make sure that with my own kids that their um, bookshelves are as diverse as possible we have fun books we have the bum book we have Matt's books <laughs> we have so many books but we also have really serious books so that they can understand what's going on in the world and just not grow in a bubble where just because they might have a, a privileged upbringing that they recognise that they also have to do their bit in the world and I think books are a great way to introduce those sorts of ideas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I guess just following on from um, what both Matt and Sarah have said, I think stories are what make us mm -hmm. and I think, um, you know, books are where we find stories. We find stories everywhere but I think book is, books are just one form of where we find stories and um, also in picture books you um, you have the luck of partnering up with um, amazing illustrators. So Sarah's book... Um, nice and slow and the Christmas bum book um, and even Matt who illustrates all of his books you know they're just um, stories are also told through illustration so that is also one of the amazing things about books um, and it was funny I you know talking about reading Christmas books through December with my son he's three and a half and I dropped him off to um, nursery school this morning and he said to me mum when it snows on Christmas day will we go outside and make a snowman and I, I realised that we'd only been reading the snowy Christmas books up to date and I sort of had to explain that we probably wouldn't be seeing snow this Christmas. Um, and so it's time to probably bring out some of the Aussie, the Aussie Christmas stories. Um, but yeah, stories certainly shape us about, you know, and even from very, very early ages, as, as young as 12 months, you know, children are starting to hear stories and they're really important times, I think, for adults to be sharing um, you know, with kids and, and books is an amazing way to do it. Yeah, well, just just on that, uh, Christmas is also the time where you do bring out the Christmas movies and the Christmas books. Uh, I love the holiday and the classic love, actually. As a family, we love watching Home Alone. Um, what about you guys? What are some books or movies, um, some fantastic Christmas books and movies that can um, inspire uh, any listeners here today? 
I have one from my childhood that I love reading to my kids called Santa Visits Australia and it takes you through many Australian cities um, and towns and it's really cute and so sweet and I, I don't know if they still make it anymore but I love it um, and I've saved that for them. More recently there's uh, Melina Marquetta's Zola, she's got a Zola series, what Zola did on Monday, Tuesday but there's a Christmas edition um, so they love that. Um, there are, you know, they've got um, Netflix movies that they love from like My Little Pony to Arthur Christmas or, you know, so many, there's so many amazing um, stories and films out at the moment. I'm probably like having a mind blank at how many books we read this time of year. I bet I'll think of one as soon as we wrap up. But for now, that's all I can think about. Um, yeah, I think uh, I've got a couple and I think, you know, with books and kids, I think there's two ways, you know, having books that you can share with children um, and also the books that the kids go to the shelf for themselves. So the one that I love to read to my kids at Christmas um, is a book called Great Joy by Kate DiCamillo. Um, he was an, an amazing um, American writer um, and Great Joy is about a little girl from a very sort of privileged background living in her big amazing apartment in a big city um, and noticing the people around her where life isn't quite, um, you know, as plush, let's say, um, as her own. And it's, you know, how does she share Christmas um, with others? And that's an absolutely gorgeous, um, beautifully illustrated picture book. And then my son's favourite Christmas picture book at the moment is um, The Jolly Christmas Postman, um, which is an oldie but a goodie. And it's got lots of little, um, you know, open envelopes and things that you can open. And um, that brings a lot of joy to him. So, yeah, there's, there's lots, lots. Uh, books wise, uh, we love the Polar Express. Uh, love that picture book. Movie's yeah. slightly creepy, uh, but the book is beautiful. Um, and uh, and I think our fa we do a lot of Christmas movies because, uh, as I said, Christmas starts early in our house. But um, I think one of my favourites at the moment is a movie called The Star, which is an animated movie tells the nativity story, but from the perspective of the donkey, uh, which uh, which the kids really love. Well, um, we might have a little plug on your books right now. So um, could you uh, tell any listeners or anyone here today why they should read your book? Uh, sure. So, uh, so Funny Kid is uh, is a series. There's twelve books in the series. So, uh, so if kids uh, find that they're enjoying it, there's plenty more for them to read. Um, it's uh, it's all about uh, a bunch of kids in primary school getting up to funny stuff, and uh, and that's my job in those books is to try and make your kid laugh. So, if you have a child, kind of age seven through to eleven, depending on kind of where they're at with their reading, then um, then hopefully they'll enjoy Funny Kid. Um, I've noticed that we have a greater number of children dealing with things like anxiety and so on post-COVID and life has been a little bit overwhelming and I think just the being exposed to so much um, really cemented for me how important it is to just chill at home where you can you know there's this pressure to have schedules with kids and to you know move them from one activity to another but sometimes all they need is to just be at home sometimes parents and carers just need to be at home we all need to recharge and so my book is about taking that time just taking one day 
and just recharging and spending the day with the people that you love and in a space that you feel comfortable in and not dealing with the overwhelm that comes with leaving the house. Okay. Um, well, some people call Christmas the silly season, so I'm certainly putting the silly into Christmas um, with the Christmas bum book. Um, and look, it's a lot of fun and I would say from two years upwards is kind of the age group all the way to 99. Um, it, it really, if, if I was going to say there was a bigger message to the book, it is very much that we're all very different from each other and difference is something to be absolutely celebrated and to have a lot of fun and joy with. Um, and so it's a book for sharing. Well, we have run out of time today. Thank you so much, Matt, Sarah and Kate um, for coming along and having a chat about your newest books. Thanks to Best and Less Miranda for hosting this chat and to everyone who came along to celebrate today. Um, the books are Funny Kid Catastrophe by Matt Stanton, The Christmas Bum Book by Kate Mays and Nice and Slow by uh, Sarah Ayub. For everyone here today, please make sure you take one of the cards available for you to purchase these books and learn more about these wonderful authors. Please also make sure you um, browse the Best and Less store. There's some great offers, um, some great Christmas apparel. And if you're not already a member of the Friends Club, which is their loyalty program, please make sure you sign up for some great offers. Thanks for listening today. Until next time, Merry Christmas from Best and Less and Booktopia. Thanks to all of our guests on today's show. Remember, all books mentioned in today's show can be found right now at booktopia.com.au. Links can be found in the description. We would also love to hear what you're reading, so feel free to join the conversation on social media. Search Booktopia on your favourite platform and join our book club. We'll catch you for our next episode, but until then, thanks for listening and never stop reading. <laughs>